What's up, podcast land? We back up in this thing, and I was jamming to the theme song, but I just want to officially welcome y'all back to Beats by Drag, a podcast from Modelo where we talk about drag, the hottest indie music, and pretty much anything else that's on my mind every single week. I'm Jaren, drag super fan and avid indie music listener, and I am so excited to be back with y'all this week to talk about all of the coolest moments that happen in the drag race queendom and also to jam out with y'all to only the hottest and dopest indie music so how are y'all i've missed y'all quick shout out to everyone that's been like where the pod at who's giving me love over the break i really appreciate each and every one of y'all and a lot has happened over the past month, but one good thing that happened was me being on assignment. <laughs> Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Me being on assignment in Chicago. So I dipped to the chai for Market Days, which is a really dope weekend-long queer live music street festival that happens actually every summer in the city. So the trip was sponsored by our lovely partners at Southwest and OnlyFans. <laughs> No, just joking. I'm still working on sponsors of the pod, but the trip was absolutely lovely and I did really enjoy celebrating queerness for a few days and wearing really skimpy clothing as well. You already know I had to do that. So while I was in town for market days, I got to experience some really amazing local drag and I also got to see Tracy Mattel's headlining set for the festival, which was really dope. More on that later in the Drag Race Rundown. But as y'all probably know, Chicago has a really phenomenal drag scene. I'm talking queens like Naomi Smalls, Kimchi, Detox, and D-Directs. They all call Chicago their hometown. And while I was there, I actually had the good fortune of running into a few pop-up drag moments. So let me set the scene for y'all. I'm tipping down North Halstead Street in Chicago, which is the main street of the street festival. So I'm tipping down in some short sweatshorts, a crop tank that had queer on it, and some chucks. You know, I'm giving them the moment. You know, I was the moment. (laughs) So I'm tipping, and I turn to my left, and I see a drag performance. So I instantly stop the entire group. I literally dragged them to the front of the stage because they were some haters, and they weren't into drag, but I know y'all ain't those haters. (laughs) They weren't in a drag, so I dragged them to the front of the stage, and the pop-up drag performance was super, super, super cute. One queen did a performance to Stupid Love by Lady Gaga in this cheetah print cutout jumpsuit, and another queen did a really saucy performance to Power by Little Mix. Y'all know that trick that some queens do when they be doing cartwheels in one spot. I'm talking cartwheels over and over. Well, that queen did that trick, and the crowd went up for her. <laughs> you can check out the cartwheel gag over on the Odella Instagram account. That's at Odella is music, spelled O D I L L A. But since we're chatting market days, and market days is a celebration of queerness, I figure what better time than now to spend some tunes from some really dope queer artists. So I hit y'all with part two, or rather part one, in the first episode of Beats by Drag. And y'all can think of this as the re-up, or maybe a sickening part two. And the first cut that I'm going to spend for y'all is a cut from Brooklyn-based artist Tony Forrest. This one is titled Move Closer, and it's actually a collab with South African producer Dominique Swartz. I love Tony's voice on this record. His tone is so velvety. 
and it pairs really well with the electro beat that Dominique is giving on the record. We're about to get into a snippet of Move Closer, but of course, you can always jam to the full song on the Odilla 2021 playlist. Just search Odilla on Spotify. Let's go ahead and jam to this groove, and when we come back, we'll get into this week's Drag Race Rundown. recording that like five times because i was trying to act like i'm a vocalist up in the studio anyways we're back 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 and we're about to get into this week's drag race rundown where every week i count down my top five favorite moments from the drag race queendom as a heads up this segment has all of the mother tucking spoilers so if you haven't seen last week's episode yet go ahead and watch that and come right on back so in this week's number five spot is a queen that calls chicago her hometown and that is fan favorite, fashion icon, glamazon, and all-star season four doll, Naomi Smalls. So Naomi has a series on Instagram called Normal to Naomi, which took me a little bit to figure out, but it's called Normal to Naomi. And on this series, she gives us a peek behind the luxury designer curtain into her life. It's a super cute watch, and she even invites on extra special guests like kimchi and plastic tiara. And on the latest episode... Naomi Smalls talks about how she handles all of the social media backlash that she gets sometimes and the hate. So remember during All-Stars 4 when Naomi sent home fan favorite Manila Luzon because she felt like she was tough competition? Well, Naomi got all of the hate during that period and she said that the way that she handled it and the where she gets her armor from was an inability to compartmentalize what's real, what's fantasy, and what really matters at the end of the day. I always thought Naomi was a bad bitch for sending Manila home, and she was playing the game like a real one. I do, though, think it's curious that she came out of that chapter relatively unscathed. I mean, the doll has 1.6 million followers on Instagram, and she is booked. Booked, booked, booked. I feel like there's a little bit of pretty privilege going on there, just some food for thought, but... Naomi recently had her bestie, Kim Chino, on the series, and they talked about the pandemic, work that Kim's got done, and they also talked about what they look for in friends. I actually have a cute clip from the normal Naomi, so let's go ahead and get into that clip, and we'll be right back. What is your most desired quality in a friend? I think the biggest thing for me is honesty. Just keep it real with me, you know? Like, just tell me like it is, and it's cool, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. You're very black and white. Uh-huh. Like, keep it real or you're out. Yeah. I like the ease. Mm -hmm. I think ease is something I always look for with a friend. Like, you don't have to think, like, 
am I being annoying? Am I staying too long? Do they want to do this? Do they not want to do that? Mm -hmm. But that's something that comes with time. Yo. I'm trying to think of an example story, like when I used to go to Chicago and stay with you, mm -hmm. and the fact that I could leave an enema on the coffee table and it wasn't frowned upon. Yeah. I was like, damn, she's a real close friend. <laughs> I'm used, of course, but you know. <laughs> Not a fleet enema on the coffee table. Shout out to Fleet, fine maker of enemas, for being a sponsor of the pod. <laughs> Just joking. Y'all can check out all of the episodes of Normal to Naomi over on Naomi Smalls' Instagram account, which is at Naomi Smalls. My number four top moment from the Drag Race Queendom is a hiring announcement. Season four doll Willem has a new gig, y'all. Willem is starring as a judgy queen in the Iconic Justice, a new LGBTQIA plus court show over on Out TV. Beats by drag fave Joey Nolfi. Shout out to Joey exclusively revealed the news for Entertainment Weekly, and the trailer is just as wild as you might expect a court show from Willem to be. Executive producer Topher Cosimano said to EW that we can expect real cases from queer litigants that include kink shaming, racist microaggressions, professional jealousy in the gay nightlife scene, and so much more. Okay, sign me up, sign me up. <laughs> In the trailer, Willem was given her signature sass and designer Louboutins, and I think anytime Willem's on the screen, it's an entertaining watch. She said in a quote to EW, and I quote, Going on TV just to judge people? I've been training my whole life for this gig. Seriously though, no one teaches you how to be queer, so for all the stupidity and fun on the show, there's actually a real advice too, and that's something I'm proud of. You can watch Iconic Justice right now on OutTV's Apple TV Plus channel. I will. I hope y'all will be too. Let's watch it together and let's see what the tea is. And the number three spot this week is me getting to see Trixie Mattel perform live at Market Days last month. So as y'all know, I dipped to the chai for Market Days. And when I was looking at the artist lineup for the festival, I was like, wait, Trixie Mattel's performing? I gotta see her. I was actually supposed to see Tadra Call, who was actually also performing that day earlier in the day, about around like 2 p.m. But, you know, when you've been going out the night before, like that 2 p.m. is a tad bit aggressive. So I missed Dr. Set. But after a day of resting, napping, hydrating, I dipped back out to Boys Town for Trixie's set. And y'all, I was really impressed with her performance. Trixie, as y'all may or may not know, has gone on to release three charting albums post-Trag Race, and I've listened to a few songs here and there, but I've never really gotten all the way into her discography. What impressed me about her performance, though, was her ability to mix her deadpan comedy style with live vocals and acoustic guitar, and she also mixed in some covers like Vacation from the Go-Go's. You know, you gotta mix in those covers to get the crowd going. <laughs> My favorite moment from the set was while she was performing Malibu, one of the singles off of her most recent album. Someone threw one of the beach balls up onto the stage that was going around, you know, the entire audience, and she caught it mid-song and yelled out, turns out I'm a catcher. <laughs> Y'all, that set was super cute, and if you want to catch Trixie on tour next year, she's actually going to be hitting the States and also abroad with her season seven sister, sister Katya. And if you want to catch them, hop on over to their Instagram accounts for a link to purchase tickets. 
But speaking of queer artists that play the guitar, let's get back to the music and play a tune from Beast by Drag Fave DVD. So you heard lots of DVDs music on the premiere episode of the pod, but in case you missed that episode, DVD is a bedroom pop artist based out of Dallas, Texas. He's one of my absolute faves, and I had to hit y'all with another dose of his music because it's my podcast and I'm gonna play what I want. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'd hit y'all with another dose because his music is just that good, y'all. DVD released his latest single, Fairy God Mom, last month, and it has everything that we've come to expect from DVD. I'm talking dreamy vocals, infectious hooks, and catchy guitar riffs. Let's jam out to a snippet of Fairy God Mom, and when we come back, we'll get into my top two spots for this week's Drag Race Rundown. Listening to Beast by Drag, I'm Jaren, and that was Fairy Godmom by DVD. You can listen to the full song and other music from DVD on the Odilla 2021 playlist. Just search Odilla on Spotify. O-D-I-L-L-A Spotify. So we're running on my top five moments from last week in the Drag Race Queendom, and in the number two spot this week is Mama Ru guest hosting Jimmy Kimmel Live and bringing on season 13 winner Simone on as an extra special guest. RuPaul killed it as a guest host, and she kicked things off with an opening monologue that was actually pretty funny. She listed off her rules for the unruly, rules for these badass passengers that have been on these nice people's planes. Have y'all been hearing about this? These flight attendants, these poor flight attendants, have been called all types of names, been subjected to physical violence, violence, (laughs) and have had to resort to duct taping. These unruly passengers in isolated incidents. Chow, I would have been like, ma'am, ma'am, this is your stop. And I would have opened that door on the ass mid-flight. <laughs> but anyways, back to Rue's rules for the unruly. She had three and they were, you should never have more drinks than there are flight attendants on the plane. And I know that's right. These flight attendants are tired and they don't need your ass running amok on the plane. <laughs> The second rule was keep your carry-on baggage in the overhead compartment and keep your emotional baggage to your damn self. Hello. <laughs> and lastly, if you don't own the plane, you don't make the rules. Mama Root ended things by saying, put your mask on, watch the boss baby, and shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> part of my language, part of my language. But anyway, the laughs kept going when RuPaul brought Simone out. And y'all, this moment was pretty iconic for Simone. 
being a late night guest is pretty major for anyone, but it's super major for a drag race queen. Simone looked absolutely gorgeous and was wearing a see-through cutout star dress from Paco Rabanne. And of course, season 12 doll Gigi Good was on, on wig duty, and she created this amazing wig for Simone that was inspired by the hair from Mama Rue's Back to My Roots music video. We love a queen who references. Rue asked Simone what her plans are for post-drag race and how she's going to build her empire. And Simone said that she's first going to keep looking like this while letting the audience take in her fineries. And she went on to say that she wants to get into acting, expand her Ebony Enchantress LLC, and be on billboards and magazine covers, just like Mama Rue. Rue revealed that Simone's audition tape was actually one that she watched several times. And you know what? I need the team over at Drag Race and World of Wonder to go ahead and release the tape. (laughs) But Mama Rue said that Simone has the it factor. And I completely agree. Seeing Simone shining on the late night stage was honestly so heartwarming. And it really seemed that she had just stepped into her destiny. For all of the lovely listeners of the pod in the UK, you can catch Simone this December on the Smooth Taste Tour that'll be coming to your neck of the woods. And you know what? I just need Simone to bring that tour right on up and through North Carolina. Go ahead and do an East Coast tour. (laughs) And the number one spot this week is the show finally getting to the top four for this season of Drag Race All-Stars. So let me go ahead and give y'all a recap of last week's episode. So Eureka, she slid into the top four last week after defeating Silky Nut McNash in RuPaul's Secret Redemption Lip Sync Smackdown. This was after being eliminated in the episode prior and being invited back to the competition to vie for a spot in the top four. Surprisingly, Eureka came back into the competition. She actually won the Maxi Challenge, and I don't even know if that's ever been done before. The Massey Challenge was the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent monologues, and each queen had to entertain the people with true stories of their lives as drag queens. For the runway, the category was fashionable fashion film. I do have some tea for y'all about the runway on this episode, particularly Eureka's runway. Let's go ahead and drop that tea alert sound effect because we're about to spill the tea right now. So as y'all know, if you're not watching the Roscoe's Watch Party on YouTube every week, you're only getting half the story. Willem was an extra special guest for the Watch Party last week, and she said that Eureka told her that her original fashion fell was going to be a recreation of the moment when Courtney X's skirt fell on Celebrity Bit Brother. Do y'all remember that moment? Production, though, was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, you cannot do that look. <laughs> Willem was asked why not, and Willem said that she thinks it's because the folks at Drag Race don't like Courtney. I did some digging, and Courtney Act actually did, in fact, indeed state on Trini the Tuck Taylor's podcast that she doesn't know whether or not some people on the panel are fond of her, like Mama Rue and Michelle. So it's probably a good idea that Eureka did not do that look. <laughs> Eureka instead did a red carpet disaster look, and the judges loved it. I, on the other hand, like the overall concept and some of the elements, like the toilet paper stuck on the heels and the dress getting stuck in the panties. But I just thought the sweat stains on the dress, they were just a tad bit messy, and I think they just could have been executed a tad bit better. I'm wondering, though, if Eureka is going to sweep swoop in and win the entire season. I don't know, y'all, what y'all think. If you were to ask me... I'm either Team Raja or Team Kylie, but I do want to know who y'all are rooting for. So go ahead and shoot me a DM over on the Instagram account at Odilla's Music and let me know. 
Now, if we're talking new music, I definitely know what team I'm on, and that's Team Rien. Rien is a really cool indie pop singer-songwriter who grew up in the Philippines and began making music at the young age of 13. Now 21 and based in West Virginia, Rian's lyrics pull from the personal and formative experiences they've had, like living with depression and being a part of the queer community. The song that I'm about to spin for y'all is Just Friends, and this one instantly pulled me in with the opening guitar strums. Let's vibe for a moment with Rian, and when we come back, we'll get into the artist spotlight. I'm Rian, and you're listening to Beats by Drag. You're back here with me, Jaren, and I love how dreamy that song sounds. Isn't the chorus so great? Check out Just Friends and all of the other music played on the podcast this week on the Odilla 2021 playlist on Spotify, and that's spelled O-D-I-L-L-A. So let's get into this week's artist spotlight. The spotlight this week is shining on Nashville-based R&B singer and rapper Houston Kendrick. Y'all, Houston's vocals are absolutely out of this world. And what I love the most about Houston's music is how he plays with tempo and melody in his songs. His songs kind of feel like that roller coaster that you love, that you just never want to stop writing. And the falsetto that he uses throughout his songs is pretty transcendent as well. Houston dropped his latest album, Small Infinity, earlier this year. And everything about this project, from the introspective lyrics to the accompanying visuals, feel like we're discovering someone truly special and he's just about to take off. The first song that I'm about to press play for y'all is my favorite song off of Small Infinity, and that's Ugly Vibes. It's basically an anthem for introverts. People just like me. <laughs> let's turn up the volume on Ugly Vibes and let's go. I don't do well in crowded places. I get shy, create new faces. Ugly vibes are so contagious. No chance to be. Cool. They say wanna hang with me, I cannot really rock That's why when everybody 
Solitude sacred like a steeple So I have a hard time interacting and relating to people Does that make me evil? There's no way I'm evil, right? Right I never really learned how to longboard like a cool boy But I'm so much colder than I'm cool boy Quick show of hands, who sees what I see? Oh, just me I don't do well the crowded places I get shy That song is so dope, y'all. That was Ugly Vibes by Houston Kendrick. If you like that tune, definitely check out the music video over on his YouTube to really get the full vibe of the song. In the music video, Houston plays three different versions of himself, and it really gives us more insight into what makes Houston Kendrick. The fashions in the music video are pretty iconic too, so go ahead and click the link in the bio on the Odella Instagram account to peep the video. The next tune that I'm going to spend for y'all of Houston's is Look At Us, which is another fave off of Small Infinity. In a statement on his Instagram, Houston said that the tune is super special to him because, and I quote, it was written from a place of love and compassion for all of our imperfection. For every insecurity or flaw that we or others see in us, there's twice as much beauty. I love that sentiment and I think you'll love the song too. Let's get into a snippet of Look At Us. Baby, like, why your head down? We can't get you to look up. Always on your phone, baby, pick you a book up. Instead of running around with them, baby, kids, you call your friends. Huh. Mom and Dad, we never said that we was perfect. Nah. But the school of life, it got us feeling worthless. Really wish we got the chance to dress rehearse this. Could you at least let us decide what is our purpose? Look at us now, look at us Look at us is such a vibe, y'all. Are y'all digging those two cuts like I am? Shoot me a DM over on the Odilla Instagram account at Odilla's Music and let me know. Also, feel free to send me any indie music recommendations that you have. I want to know what y'all are vibing to, grooving to, jamming to out there. So this week on Drag Race is the finale, and I also want to know what team y'all are on. Are you team Eureka? Team Ginger Menge, Team Kylie Sonique Love, or Team Roger O'Hara. While you're DMing me those indie music recommendations, also just go ahead and let me know what team y'all are on. <laughs> I want to thank you all for joining me on another episode of Beast by Drag. My name's Jaren, and if you're feeling sickening, go on ahead and leave me a review on your favorite podcast app, and be sure to follow the pod. Also, while you're at it, tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell a boot thing. You know what? Tell a certified lover boy to stream the podcast. 
many thanks to Tony Forrest, DVD, Rianne, and Houston Kendrick, who all graciously provided their music for the podcast episode today. Beats by Drag is an Odella podcast, and you can follow Odella on Instagram for all of the hottest indie music at Odella is Music. You can also follow Odella on Spotify to listen to all of the rocking playlists that I put together over there. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, y'all already know what to do. Beats by Drag is an Odella podcast. The theme song you is by Adrian Kirk.